God. I have to agree to this. I'm so tired of this Apple Watch already. Oh, what is happening? Okay, everyone, this is part of why I started the recording a little early. Our friend Dave has ventured into the realm of having a smart device on his wrist. Well, I did too, but I'm not over 50, so I figured out how to use it real quick. Yeah. (laughs) Grumble, 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 grumble. Mm. Old guy talk. Stand on the lawn telling people to get off my grass. There you go. Mm. Okay. I hate technology. Okay. It's our friend until it isn't. That's right. Skynet is coming. That's right. It's going to be, my watch is going to turn against me. It will. In your sleep. It'll turn me in. It will. Yeah. It'll 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 let the authorities know. It, as soon as there's a crystal night for Christians in America, I'm throwing away my iPhone, my iWatch. I'm just as soon as there's a what crystal night. What is that? Historical reference from World War II, Kristallnacht, when the when the Germans uh, all on the same night, a bunch of Jewish businesses had their windows broken. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. And at that point, a lot of people said, "I'm out." Mm-hmm. Well, fewer than should have. Right. Fewer than six million of them said they're out. Yeah. 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 So. So there you have it, everyone. From Dave's watch to the Holocaust in less yeah, than 60 that seconds. Was, that was that was quite a, a diversion from his age. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Can we say Apple Watch or do we say Smart Watch? I think we can say Apple Watch okay, and maybe they'll pay us, they'll for, pay the us for the reference. Have you worn your Apple Watch to bed? Yeah, and it kept waking me up Oh, <laughs> with a light because I didn't have it bedtime. You don't know how to set the sleep? Uh, not yet. I will not. I'm sure you'll show me afterwards and try to humiliate me. Because the then process. it keeps track of your sleep too. I know. I want mm-hmm. that because your I sleep horribly. Sleep. So I sleep way better than I thought I did. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's good to know. It's when you get old, you have to get up in the middle of the night and wander around and find a bathroom. <laughs> you have to wander to find your bathroom? I do. Does it move? Oh, okay. It's a wandering bathroom. <laughs> it's the wandering bathroom. <laughs> We have an outhouse on wheels that we move around the backyard. Okay. Wow. No. Well, keeping the mid-1900s alive. That's right. (laughs) Thinking uh, the the mobile outhouse isn't necessarily from the mid-1900s, maybe a little bit more narrower. Yeah, but the kids listening will just make all the difference. This the seven listeners that we have. Yes. Wait, but like, isn't Mobile Outhouse like a cool thing in Portland and Los Angeles now? Like, well, I guess if I don't you think they in, bother with the outhouses yeah, that, there. The whole thing is the outhouse. So, have you figured out like how to access apps on your Apple Watch? So, the, my problem was I just I don't like giving up all these privacy things. And initially, I th- actually had to restart it because I had to go, okay, just just give up. They know where you live. They know what you're doing from day to day. My phone tells them mm-hmm. exactly where I'm at and what I'm doing. And so I just had to give up and say, there is no privacy anymore. And I'm just going to 
let my watch tell my phone exactly what I'm doing and what genetic diseases that it knows that I have that I don't know that I have. You think your phone's collecting your DNA? (laughs) That wouldn't surprise me. Mm. It's probably scanning my wrist or something. I know it's doing all the hard stuff. Yeah, it does. Sleep cycles. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't so know if what's that one the has next a, Yeah, I don't know if that one has a blood O2 sensor either, but they it can detect your blood never O2 know. levels. Never. Never know. Yeah. Given all my privacy up, so why does it matter? Yeah. I might as well just, you know, just be an open book. So anyway, I had to reset it and then let it connect so that, mm-hmm. you know, it can tell me when I've stood long enough during the day. And, oh, yay, I'm yeah. a big boy. I stood enough. <laughs> It's like we're back to toddlers again. You stood up. Good job. So, I don't know. But I feel like one of the boys here since. But I do. I am glad that I got the smaller version of it. I just, I really don't like the look of. I mean, hey, if you want to look like you have an iPad on your arm, go for it. But I just don't like the look for me personally. Yeah. You do you guys. Yeah. I've got like 800 digs rolling in my head right now. Yeah. We should be nice. I've been kind of harsh so far. Yeah. We'll be nice. Yeah, your sense of harsh is, is <laughs> it's a lot different than the world's sense of harsh. So I appreciate that much about it. Mm-hmm. Although you do, you are the master of digs. You're supposed to say you're welcome when someone compliments you. You're welcome. You're, I mean, thank you. Oh, I was going to say, you're, you're welcome. wait a minute. Um, he was, it's the he end was of a long planned, day. I yeah. had double sessions today with the team. He had double sessions and he's planning his next trip to the mobile outhouse. Yes. So. So in your Apple Watch, there's a setting for 12-year-old boy filter. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> Needs to be active. Yeah. At all times yeah. when I'm nearby. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Do you know that it can find your phone for you? I do. I didn't know that. I was excited about that, but at the time, I didn't have the password. So. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> That was a joke, just so you know. Oh, okay. That was pretty good one, though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, is the YouTube's social media? I think it kind of is now. It's considered, yeah. Yeah. Because you can vodcast, or if you want to call it that, or whatever. You can do that. And also, there's there's the uh, Reels feature. It's kind of competing with Instagram and TikTok, where you just make like a 15, 20, 25-second snippet, and it gets pushed to the top of the stack and everything. So it it's... Kind of video production, but it's really becoming social media. It has a social component. Are there going to be catfish reels? There could be. Ooh. Ooh. By the way, that Whoa. that tweet that went out with the catfish with a tongue was really creepy. <laughs> it was really creepy. <laughs> I was like, what is that thing? Oh, the, the gift that I sent? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah good. That wasn't a tweet, Dave. Yeah. Oh, sorry. What, what word did I use this time that was... It was just a Wrong. gift on a text message. Dear. A gift. You sent a gift? How do I claim this gift? <laughs> Goodness. You touch your Apple Watch to your forehead? I'm not going to do that. I know better. <laughs> See what it unlocks. It's pretty cool. It is. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Dude, don't believe you. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'm probably tonight while I'm wandering around <laughs> looking for the outhouse, I'll try it. Just out of desperate. Maybe it'll tell me where my pot is. <laughs> why have you ever not steered me wrong that's the real and and the only reason i'm recording you with my phone right now is because i want to see you get the gift 
Have you set uh, up Apple Pay with your watch yet? I know that's something I probably will not do. Oh, I just that stuff freaks me out. It's so it's more secure than actually using your car. I, you know what? Like I've been carrying a lot of cash lately. <laughs> just fair warning to all those people out there. If you know where I live, just rob me yeah, because birthday, I'm carrying your cash. Name, and the fact that I don't cash. use a bank anyway. So mm-hmm. okay, hmm. you don't use a bank? No, that's not true. That was a joke. Okay. <laughs> You can't. You can't. Banks are from the devil. <laughs> that's how they're. Gonna, that's how the Antichrist comes in through the Apple Pay. Cash is just there to collect your DNA. <laughs> I can't wait to see. I wish I could be there when your wife is like, Dave. Why are you tapping your watch on your forehead? Come on. Sorry, it's not gonna. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I don't understand. This is a weird world. I'm just going to move yeah. up north and just become a hermit. We are up north. I was going to say. Well, You're going to move further up north? Yeah. We're to not Canada. A. Uh, I don't. That's a little too Marxist for me. Yeah. It's, it's getting, getting there. there. Of course, our state's not much better. But they have pea meal bacon. That is a good thing. That sounds like a bad word. I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, you don't pay attention to the gifts on your... Instagram. I saw it, but I didn't know what it was. I just ignored it. I ignored it. Pay attention to the face bag. I just don't know. (laughs) You guys do know the story, right? About the YouTube. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember you telling it. Yeah, it was great. But perhaps for the benefit of our listeners, you should tell it again here. So we'll listen like we've never heard it before. Oh, do go on, Dave. (laughs) Okay, I'm done. No, I'm not going to share it. (laughs) Oh. Oh this is a good story to have for a podcast. It yes, is. It is. I'm listening. Yeah, okay. I so I was. Breath. So there was a particularly great Christian YouTube um, video that had to do with worship music, and you know, it was like showing your tattoo so you know you got to pass. And I wanted to show that to the volleyball team that I was coaching at a Christian college. Mm-hmm. So, and we happened to be at one of the players' homes. In my head, I was saying, can we get on YouTube on that computer? Because it was this laptop sitting there. Mm -hmm. And my mouth said the words, is that the YouTube? (laughs) (laughs) And the whole room of players just (laughs) stared at me. (laughs) And as soon as I said it, I heard it was like I could read the words on the (laughs) bubble. And I was like, that's not what I meant. But then as soon as I said, that's not what I meant. The whole place just fell apart laughing. Of course. So from that so point on, it was... You ran into your mobile outhouse and cried. That, now, nobody understands the context for that because we're cutting all the rest of that. Are we? I don't know. <laughs> if it's entertaining, we'll keep it. But no, yeah. Oh, so, it's so the whole place just, you know, and the rest of that season, it was coach. Is that the YouTube? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So we would point to just about anything and it could be the YouTube. So, yeah. So that's why I still call it the YouTube. Very nice. Very cool. Yeah. It would have been even better if you would have said it like a late 19th century prospector. Is that the YouTube? That would have been better. <laughs> and it's just one of those those moments in your life when you your head says one thing and your mouth says another. And it just you can't get those words back. Nope. Nope. And from now on you'll always be the YouTube. The coach. YouTube. <laughs> the YouTube. Do you remember with that coach? They won't remember my name when they're yeah. older. Like he said, the YouTube. The YouTube. Yeah. All right. All right. How many social media accounts do you have? How many have I had or how many do I have? 
Just because you have three different Facebook accounts to stalk your ex-girlfriends. That's not what I'm talking about. What platforms? So, uh, babe at home, if you do listen to this, (laughs) that's not true. Yeah. Thanks. So Facebook. I had Facebook, but I don't really do Facebook anymore. Instagram. Uh, I don't think I do. Um, I may have done it for volleyball once and then dropped it because it's X. Yes, the old Twitter. Formerly known as the, Twitter. The social media formerly known as mm-hmm. Twitter. That's the one I use. Okay. Um, Zanga. Does that even exist? Live journal. Okay. Are you like MySpace? My I do know MySpace used to exist. Does it still? I don't know. Is it Does it still exist? I think the name is still independent somehow, but I'm pretty sure Facebook's absorbed it now. Okay. And th- like what happened to Tom? He was absorbed along um, he got with divorced MySpace. from Maybe from, he could get in on the cage match with uh, Elon and Zuck. Well, Zuck called it Just off. Tom Arnold did he really? Him? He did. He found out he'd have to give some of his lizard blood for a for a test, and then he backed out. Why, for steroids? They were going to test for steroids. <laughs> the, the key there was H- lizard blood. <laughs> oh, you said lizard blood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he knew he would lose. Yeah, well, although you got a 51-year-old against a, what, 38-year-old? That's mm, kind of rough. Which one is doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? The 38-year-old. It depends on the Mm 38-year-olds. Yeah, it depends if they're ready for the the Tasmanian devil. (laughs) I'm... Because I I don't know. I'm I'm like, I don't... I'm not... If I'm going to do it, if I'm going to tangle, I'm going to tangle. It's not going to be... Yeah. I'm not going to wrestle... Right. You may not come out alive. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I could take most 38-year-olds. If I were permitted one weapon and the 38-year-old was confined to a wheelchair. That's pretty That's With pretty only one working wheel. View of <laughs> yes. With only one working wheel. Probably one on the front. And I, I'm, I mean, I'm joking, but I'm not. Like, I'm, it's, you, you guys know me. I'm a pretty easy to get along with guy. But, mm-hmm. but. If it's go time, it's go time. You just. You... <laughs> it's true. Krav Maga, so, baby. I'm so intimidated. You shouldn't be. Because <laughs> you're, you're never going to be the one to first get popped in the throat and then and then have your nose broken and then have your groin need. And then from there, just that's the training. I mean, uh-huh. yeah, it's not Brazilian jiu-jitsu where you put your pad down and then lay down and go, okay. I'm ready, yeah. which is a great, me, it's bro. a great, it's a great martial art, but it's, it's not designed to stop a fight and get out safely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At some point, as Dave, as possible. what was it now? You, you punch him in the throat. I, I don't want to give away my, okay. <laughs> my first no, minute, no, 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 no. It would all depend on what you do. The The thing about the, the I way. Just, I just want to know, are you prepared to pick up your teeth with broken fingers? Pick up my teeth with broken fingers. That's an interesting, that's a really interesting. I remember saying that in like fifth grade. (laughs) The best kind of fight is the one you don't get into. So you, yeah. The best kind of self-defense is situational awareness. There you go. Yeah. My favorite. No groin, no Krav Maga though. Yeah. My, my favorite uh, threat was always, I'm going to beat you to death with your own corpse. Yeah. So now um, (laughs) you, your Twitter account has been suspended for that. And I uh, know you're uh Instagram. Yeah. We're, how did we get from social media to would I get in a fight? 
I don't know. It's go time. <laughs> because we're How talking. How do we get from social media? To, so I understand that a man in the 50s like forgets things quickly. Oh, but we were yeah. talking no, we about, about Elon and yeah. Zuck. So. Yeah. We we yeah. did that. It, we did get there. And there's suddenly, nothing usable so far today. Jeez, no, like, there's there's plenty here. You know how much Holy money they could have made for charity with that? They could have tons, yeah. tons. Zuck's too proud. Yeah, I think he's Elon, the one that backed out for real. Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, Elon. Elon posted something that he checked with his doctor uh, for a physical, and he had something going on in his back, and they said they wanted to do a surgery before he did anything like extreme like that. And so he posted, I got to have a surgery. Recovery will take three months. Let's set a date. And Zuck's like, we're just going to drag this out forever. It's never going to happen. So let's just quit it. Let's quit talking about it. Robot boy couldn't, yeah. couldn't go through it. Lizard man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Social media. So I have Twitter. Okay. I did have um, I, Snapchat. No, that is, no, I would never. I knew, like, so part of the reason why I have avoided so many social medias is I've seen volleyball players, college volleyball players have social media. I remember when the selfie stick first came out. Mm. And then I made fun of the selfie stick to a volleyball player, and they looked at me distraught and said, I have a selfie stick. (laughs) I was like, okay, note to self. Don't talk about selfie sticks. Especially when you're recruiting volleyball players. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. But I just, I've just seen, I've seen pretty close up what, you know, social media does. So let's see. I, I you've got me curious now because I do make it a point to keep all my social media on my phone. I have all the apps. If I have a presence, I have the app installed. Mm-hmm. I'm on Facebook, X, aka Twitter, LinkedIn, Messenger, Pinterest. Reddit. Pinterest. Yeah. I do have a Pinterest account. I just don't have it on my phone. Awesome recipes. Mm-hmm. I, I did Pinterest when I was um, during COVID because I was yeah. so bored that I picked up drawing. There you go. So I did some Pinterest. So I did have that. And I have to, if YouTube is, if YouTube is a social media, then I have a YouTube account. Yeah. Okay. I have actually a couple different. Yeah. And I also have Instagram and Snapchat. Snapchat. Uh, Snapchat is one I never wanted to. Yeah. And I get like, yeah, I actually don't get why you'd want to do it, but but that's not a judge. Is Discord social media? Discord? Uh, Hmm. It's a perfect name for, it's a perfect name for, yeah, technically Discord is social media. Oh, I have a Discord. Yes. Okay. Because you're welcome. Gaming during, during that too. Okay. So how about you, Greg? What's your uh, social media footprint? Oh, um, I have um, the Facebook. Mm. I have uh, Discord, um, X or Twitter, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. That evil right-wing propaganda machine. Evil. And speaking of, uh, True Social. Yep. Um, I have Parler, but it's off my phone and I never used it. Yeah. I did um, have Snapchat. I use it because my daughter loves using the filters mm-hmm. and we just use the filters with each other's faces, sometimes take a picture and never use Snapchat to send it. Right. I don't think I've ever sent a Snapchat message. I just have it for the filters. And so you don't have a snap streak. <clears throat> no, I, I don't have one of those. And for the record, I did get it just because in 2021, 
they had a Godzilla filter. Oh yeah. And I made myself Godzilla so many different ways. So I, I followed DJ Khaled. So that's why I had Snapchat. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, back to our show notes and uh, mm. social media and, uh, the impact. On yeah. So Christian uh, comedians, is that what that says? It is. It is. And that's okay. impacted all of us. Cause we're all horrible now at being comedians. So Dave, I think you kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, uh, social media and the impact on uh, Christian communities. Well, beyond the, hey, we can get the potluck news out. I mean, that's the obvious stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But there's there's also been the uh, theological fights that happen on Facebook. Yeah. And then more recently, since 2016, the political fights that have happened on Facebook. And I've, I've seen those kinds of things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think there's always going to be a small subset of any group that are completely out of control and not able to control their tongues and, you know, manage the pot- potential pitfalls of of that. But I do think this next generation or this coming generation of younger people are kind of getting a grip on how to handle social media. But I do think there was the, there was the initial, hey, I can talk to everybody I like, and then there's that kind of a feel of anonymity, even though you're not and you're not in the room with them. So you can tick them off without, mm-hmm. without, without seemingly without impunity. Yeah. And so you can just be really blunt. Well, I'm just being blunt. And I, I did see a lot of that. And I, I found myself more on the, on the political rant thing. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I got, I made it a policy pretty early not to have any kind of extended discussions on Facebook, I did it through Messenger, the Facebook Messenger. If I did it, so we had a private, and I had some ex- very extensive conversations with former high school friends, both political and spiritual, and had those kinds of things. But I, I would always say, hey, if we're going to do this, let's do it privately because I don't want people yeah. who don't one who don't know what we're talking about jumping in halfway. It's it's not going to add any light. It's yeah. just going to add more heat. So, and I don't want people to understand who don't understand that we're close enough friends that we can be pretty blunt to jump in and try to defend when somebody else is honored, when there's no honor at stake at at an issue. So, yeah, but I, that was kind of, I think the early challenges to, to social media were, you know, too much time on it, um, too much, too much self-esteem based on it. And then they're just, they're dealing with how to, how to manage good, healthy communication on it. Yeah, that's kind of my sense, but yeah. very well, anecdotal. Yeah. So um, I'm just thinking through some things, and and now I'm I'm suddenly feeling very old because I'm going to start talking about first using social media over 20 years ago, and as a <laughs> as a youth pastor, the first thing was the AOL Instant Messenger, mm-hmm. and it was it was like messaging back and forth. And it was it was remarkable because the kids went home from school and they got on instant messenger and you could see their names suddenly they're there. They weren't away because there was like away and active or something, mm-hmm. and you would see they're home from school, this one's home from school, this one's home from school. And they're talking to each other and they're bored and they would start measuring messaging me. And it was a great way on on ministry nights, like Wednesday night or, or whatever mm-hmm. ministry night was to to like have a copy and paste message. I just one by one sent all the kids Mm -hmm. and they loved 
that they got a message. They just, they got home from school mm-hmm. and they connected with someone and they got this message and the, the youth pastor cared about me. Mm. Um, and then it moved on. The, the reason I said some other names earlier, because the next one was Live Journal. Mm-hmm. Um, do, you, do you remember Live Journal? I think so. And then, and then there was Zanga. And you could, there was more stuff available. And that's, you started, people started posting surveys like your favorite food, your favorite, and mm-hmm. it turned into fishing things. But, yeah. but I'm like, hey, kids love doing surveys. Let me do a spiritual interest survey. And all the kids, boom, 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 they'd get home from school. You'd see them go online mm-hmm. and they'd start working through your survey. And you could use that material then for the next meeting night or whatever it may be. And then they got on MySpace and then then the Facebook came out. Mm-hmm. So this was all like, this is 2000, 2001, 2002. I don't know when Facebook started. Was it 05 around then? or 2004 is when it left the college. When it left, yeah. So. And became available to the general um, public. <clears throat> and so when I'm thinking of its impact on Christian communities... Very early on, it was a great way to communicate, a great way to share information. Then it just started getting so political, and mm-hmm. uh, and then Karens started getting on mm-hmm. online, and then uh, so there's like different <laughs> different levels of it going bad. When your grandma opened a Facebook account, it's like, oh, grandma's on now. But then the political arguing and the bickering, and it moved away from just like catching up with people and staying current on things to now we have to persuade people and now we have to draw lines. And I, and I don't necessarily know that it was social media that did that so much as, as the powers that be that, Mm -hmm. that just sought to divide people into groups and they really used social media for that. Yeah. Um, Well, it's a way of keeping people involved, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you so, so discord and then then you that keeps people coming back to read more or whatever yeah Yeah. so it gets it it, in the it's probably not the right way to say it but it kind of gets clicks as it were yeah well i think yeah and they instantly regretted it yes uh I'm, i'm gonna put the old psychologist hat on here um i think that ultimately what you're seeing happen on social media that's that's fueling the division is twofold i don't think that the powers that be, the politicians and companies are necessarily deliberately sowing a division. Um, I think they're doing what they do. The social media platforms are databases of information for marketing Mm -hmm. and they are finding their demographic and they're fueling it. Right. As we always have forever, you find your demographic and you fuel it with the information it wants. Meanwhile, psychologically, on the receiving end, the people are becoming increasingly subject to confirmation bias. Right. You have a presupposition. You see something that confirms it. Darn straight. You believe it even harder. Yeah. Until you live in this world where Donald Trump is going to kill us all or Joe Biden is going to stumble into the White House at three in the morning looking for his mobile outhouse and press the button and launch World War Three. So I, I think I think which is more likely <laughs> probably <laughs> if we're being honest, um, I, I think 
Wait, they have a mobile outhouse in the White House? Well, for him, yeah. It's called a diaper. (laughs) You should have just said, well, that depends. But um, but, it was good. Okay. But I I mean, I I think people just, just end up in these embankments or encampments because it's, and yes, there are some people that like to see the division and like to see the conflict, and they think it's hilarious. But I, th- I think ultimately nobody's really running it, and left to our own devices, we're getting what we get. We're getting a bigger, faster, nastier version of of what we're all ourselves. subject to. Yeah, of ourselves. The other thing that strikes me is that, that makes it sound so non-profit driven. I know that's and that's where I might maybe push back so and get your perspective on that. Yeah. There is. Oh, there's, there's profit motive. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. don't you think that that kind of, like, do you think it started pure? It's, I think it kind of started like, Hey, I can tell my friends yeah. to go to youth group. Yeah. I do. Think and then, so. and then as soon as people learn how to, that wonderful term monetize it, mm-hmm. I have no, no problem with people making money, but as soon as you decide that you're going to use this to monetize it, now you have to, try to figure out ways of manipulating people. Oh yeah. Well, and isn't, isn't that what happened? Like there were, there were different social media things starting. Like there was the, the AOL instant messenger and then the, the precursors to Facebook that, but, but when, um, when the Facebook started, Zuck realized the potential of Mm -hmm. everybody coming on and sharing their life. And, and he really, I don't think he was the first one to think of it, but he was the one who really put into motion. Yeah, we're going to milk every drop of information from you guys and use it to make money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of the first hits free, then you got to pay kind of model. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, yeah, my description there, I didn't mean to like give everybody a pass because I mean, the, the companies that are maintaining these platforms, um, they're absolutely responsible. And the, the people that read their little confirmation bias pieces and just dehumanize everyone around them that disagrees with them, they're absolutely responsible. So uh, definitely, definitely not trying to give everybody pass. I'm just saying that it's one of those things when nobody's in control, uh, things get out of control. Yeah. So, yeah. And I mean, I think you make a really good point, which is, it's just showing what's actually in human nature already. Absolutely. Because it's just, it's actually just revealing what's there. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's, it's, it's just us, but more. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like throwing a bunch of children on an Island <laughs> during world war two. Yeah. Kind of Lord of the flies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Which, you know, there's a new, uh, Privacy setting for Facebook, you need to make sure as of tomorrow they're going to creep into your bathroom while you're in mm. the shower and smack your bottom. So you need to go to uh, privacy, personal settings, bathroom settings, smacking and stealing settings, and uncheck the shenanigans box on Facebook just so you're aware you need to take care mm. of that tonight. goes into effect tomorrow. I, my grandma shared that, and that's why I saw okay. it. Was yeah. She, yeah. Was she serious? Actually, my grandma's dead, but... Oh, okay. Dead serious about stopping the shenanigans. <laughs> I'm going to go out and start the Bottoms. Stop Shenanigans campaign. <laughs> That's right. 
No more shenanigans. No, no more malarkey. No more shenanigans. Good grief. Uh, real quick. Uh, the other thought on what we're seeing with social media, I think there's a historical parallel with how we saw the church interact with television. Like when television first uh, became like a thing and Christians ventured into it, you had like Billy Graham and some other titans of the faith that really used it effectively. Like even though I wasn't a believer, I remember being 10 years old and uh, just watching Billy Graham uh, in the in the in the side room on a on a little TV and thinking, I'm not really sure what he's saying, but man, he sounds great saying it and just listening. And, you know, I, I wasn't a believer at the time and and couldn't keep up. But, uh, you know, I, I just remember I watched like a whole crusade, like an hour long crusade. Did you really? I did. Um, and I was just fascinated with what I was seeing, even though I didn't understand it. Uh, so that's that's kind of how it started. And then today, if you look at uh, preachers on TV, not Billy Graham. Uh, There's a few, but yeah. Yeah. For the most part, most of the preachers you see on TV, mm. not Billy Graham. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's it's kind of like cable television. You've got yeah. 280 channels and trying to find something good on TV is very difficult. And th- that's the same with the way Christians have used social media. Like everybody's out there. Everybody's making a presence. But But what is good? Um, And there are some really great things being done and uh, people generating content that is really good. But, you know, people take what's on the Internet as being gold, as authoritative. And so then you got people presenting themselves as authoritative when when you're scrolling through reels and you got people that are dressed like doctors and or dressed like a chiropractor. And everybody thinks, oh, this is an authority. I'm going to listen to what they say. Um, when somebody looks like an evangelist or pastor or whatever, everyone's like, oh, this cool new Christian guy is showing up in my news feed. I'm going to start following him. And yeah, there's not really a good substance there and they're not measuring it against God's word. Carefully yeah. and thoughtfully. Yeah. Yeah. I guess bringing up more parallels just points out the fact that it's just another technology in a sense. There you go. Right. And, in, and insofar as it is that it is neutral. Although I do think there's a kind of the, what do you call that? The um, Marshall McClellan made that phrase. The medium is the message. Some media have an intrinsic message that goes to with them. Like a very a simple illustration that might be like FedEx. Mm-hmm. Before FedEx, you actually had to plan ahead more than a day, yeah. right? So if I was going to get a contract out to, you know, from New York City to Philadelphia, well, then I had to plan ahead enough to either send it by courier. Yeah, you get the idea though. I yeah. need to, you know, I need to plan ahead so that I don't, as soon as you have next day air, suddenly now the, or the clock, right? Mm-hmm. The clock had a message which was you, your day now consists of seconds not yeah half yeah, days now you just use DocuSign. right yeah right exactly that's yeah. a good good illustration of that so yeah and i i do think there is a kind of a sense that social media does have some intrinsic messaging with it like the immediacy and the mm-hmm. and i think particularly the likes is a really interesting phenomenon yeah that Again, it's just bringing out human nature that already exists, but this mm-hmm. idea of wanting to be liked. Yeah. Like, oh, look, my picture got a thousand likes. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, wow. Okay, great. Yeah. I don't find that appealing at all, but I know some very close to me people. Well, right now there's a picture on my Facebook account of Dave tapping his watch to his forehead and I'm up to 87 likes. I'm sure that makes you feel really good about yeah, yourself. It does, yeah. yeah. And I, but I, you know, you know, we know. I mean, we know that there are people that kind of live for that kind of stuff. And it's yeah. like, okay, yeah, that's great. But it, it's not that that didn't exist. It would have taken a different form. It's just a new kind of idolatry. Mm-hmm. Idolatry has always existed since the fall of man. So. Yeah. Social media. What about that? So and so, like churches worked really hard to create online presence with social media Mm -hmm. and it's like reach out reach out reach out and now unfortunately some churches are going so inward like follow our our special facebook page that's members only yeah and uh and you'll know everything and how do you get to be a member greg um yeah yeah Mm. 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 Yeah. it's easy it is with regard to social media, see if we can get us back on track here. Mm. Um, it is easy to disparage because of all the negative things that come out of it. Mm. It all has that potential. And I, I've actually had a conversation with my daughter about this because mm. I think my daughter is on this. Um, I don't know. I think she keeps one social media. Do you know the name of it? Marco Polo. What? Huh? Yeah, Marco Polo. Oh. It's a, it's a, it's kind of a short video, I think, that you, but you send it directly, like Snapchat. Hmm. So anyway, something like that. But that's just for keeping in track with her close Marco. friends. Polo. Yeah, that's the kind of thing. Fish right? out of water. So, um, but we were conversing, and I think you know she has a child now, and as that child grows up, um, or if there are more. I think this is the generation that might do a better job of managing social media with kids. Cause I think the biggest downfall of social media has been allowing kids to be on it. So if you were to make a, uh, a little quick start, you know, you open your new Apple watch and there's a quick start guide or your new laptop, Why would I bother little quick that? start guide for somebody, somebody getting into social media. Mm-hmm. What, and you had like three things to tell them. What would you tell them? Make sure you have some sort of a time limitation. Like, make sure there is a chunk of time in your life that you have no connection to social media whatsoever. Yep, big chunks of time. Um, unless you're following Catfish on Twitter, yes. Um, just even stay if you're on. following Tip Cat. Nope. Nope. No, there would be an exception for Catfish. Yep. You Always can spend as much. You can time, say that if you want, but as much time with Catfish as you possibly can. It might make you ill, but that's another. <laughs> okay, time time restrictions. That's one. I yep. do think that's one. Absolutely. I I think um, know why have a very specific purpose for using it. That would be number two. Uh, let me think more about number three. You guys throw some in. I I think a big one would be um, making sure that you understand what confirmation bias is mm-hmm. before you venture into this because. The things that you like, they're going to feed you more of that. The I things really that you agree with your statement there, Greg. Yes. <laughs> Tell us more. Tell us more. I want to hear more about this. So I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to like that post and send it out to 100 more people. Yeah. 
I think just no, like I'm me. No, I'm so sorry. But yeah. I couldn't. No. That was just too easy. Right? It was. But it was. it's it's it very good. true. It yeah. Was, no. Mark it in the calendar twice a year. Dave has a good one. If don't cry. If brutalizing me could make you feel better in your wounded heart. <laughs> Greg's primary love language is verbal abuse. <laughs> Maybe I deserve it. <laughs> Back to confirmation bias. <laughs> yes, Tell please. Oh. Oh, just understanding that that this is all algorithms and it's going to feed you things. So need to make sure you're finding a reality and, you know, look at things that you don't, that aren't on your radar or, or like if you're conservative, you know, look at a liberal blog every once in a while, read it, Mm -hmm. Uh, make sure you're getting balance in there and and that'll help you on social media. Uh, Another one is uh, understand that you can unfollow people. Yep. You, you know, I I see people get so upset. Did you did you hear what so and so put on whatever the book is? Mm-hmm. Did you hear what they said? It's, it makes me so angry. Okay, there's this little unfollow button. Why are you following people who make you angry or right. who are upsetting you? So just unfollow. Yep. Yeah, and then maybe also be able to learn to disagree with people without getting angry. Yeah, that's a good one too. But yeah, that's good. I think that's all very good advice. I would. The only one I would add. He's going to give us the best one now. You know? No, Bob, probably not. Okay, it's it's an old timey one. Oh, um, use your, like from use the mid mid nineteen hundreds. Well, what I would say in my day, what we would do on the Facebook. No, I think the only one I would probably add would be. If you're going to address someone or address their argument or message someone, whatever, right? If you're going to interact with someone on social media, picture them in the room with you and ask yourself, would I say this to their face? And be honest with the answer. Because usually what you say on Facebook and who you are and Twitter, you know, whatever, uh, very different than an actual confrontation or an actual interaction with with another person. You knucklehead. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I are there. There's a couple conversations that might spring out of this down the road, but mm-hmm. the whole creation of the 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 notion of the the troll yeah. is a fascinating fascinating thing that comes out of social media. And I know, like in life, there's always the instigators, right? You always have the uncle that's like poking really? around the edges. You're one of those guys, Greg. Um, Whoa, with the lashing out. Um, I'm in the room with you, and I would have said that. I didn't put it on social media, Greg. Man. <laughs> no, but um, the idea of the the, you know, the anonymous troll is a pretty interesting phenomenon. But mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> but it, a question that, the topic, a question that comes up to my mind is, are there any social medias that you would just discourage people f- from getting on altogether? TikTok. Uh, I actually, I really believe that one. You yep. beat me to it. Yep. Sorry. Why though? As a, uh, as a- okay. So two reasons. One, I'm pretty sure that psychologically the confirmation bias thing is worse on TikTok than any other platform. And I think the algorithm there more than any other does not have our best interests in heart. 
You're saying it's a malicious act. I, I am saying that, yes. And I will also say that in my day job, uh, I am in cybersecurity. And as paranoid as Dave is about his Apple Watch telling the U.S. government when and where he's using his mobile outhouse, uh, TikTok is way, way, way worse. The amount of data it's harvesting and who it's feeding it to. Who's it feeding it to? Oh, it's feeding it to our good friends in communist China. China. So <laughs> China. it's uh, it's not good for you and it's not doing anything good for you or anyone around you. Right. Um, it's It's getting massive quantities of data that you don't even realize and just out the door it goes and what they're going to do with it. Who knows? So that's why uh, I've given up well, and, and gotten an Apple watch because eventually they're going to get me anyway. If you're a 15 year old girl in the United States watching TikTok mm-hmm. versus a 15 year old girl in China watching TikTok, what is going to be different between those two things? Yeah, well, the, it's those who control the algorithm, right? Have yeah. have really limited. Yeah. What? So, uh, I've I've had it described to me, and I've I've read this in multiple places, so my bias has been confirmed. That <laughs> ding, call back of the night. There you go. Um, that the experience of Chinese TikTok is very different than the experience of American TikTok. That you, if if you're in China, you're going to see heroic Chinese doing amazing things, and you're going to get healthy content like uh, the recipe of the day. You know, I mean, it, all things sorts of things that are about betterment. Yes. Whereas if you're on American TikTok, you're going to see the redneck, uh, the drunk redneck, fall off the roof uh, thirty times, and then you'll probably see some lewd sex acts and. Whatever else, anything to make you dumber. Oh, how dumber. do you use how do you use yeah. frog pronouns? Dumberist, dumberist, the dumberest of them all. Dumberest. Yeah. So there, there is a significant difference in the American versus the Chinese versus non-Chinese versions of TikTok. On uh, Chinese TikTok, how many genders do you think there are? Uh, by Chinese law, there are two. Okay. Okay. <laughs> in American, I don't understand. <laughs> China's banned all non-heterosexual content. I'm just, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, that's, there's a reason that most countries, governments have banned the use of TikTok on state owned devices. Like if you're in the British government, you cannot have TikTok. If you're in the French government, you cannot have TikTok. If you're in uh, a lot of governments, you're not getting TikTok. And in fact, I think in the European Union, they recently passed a recommendation that if you're in a publicly traded company, you don't allow TikTok on your on your company's phones. Makes hmm. sense. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. The risk is real. It's not just a boogeyman that old people are making up to keep people off their TikTokers. I knew I was right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for confirming my bias. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what comes of it. I think I was, yeah, no, when I was in Montana in March, mm-hmm. Montana was trying to ban TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I think, if I remember correctly, the state banned TikTok. They did. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if any other states have followed suit, but 
several. I believe seventeen at this at this time. I just I just think the the danger to children of social media. It used to be when you didn't know the implications of it, you could just throw an iPad at a kid and babysit. Mm-hmm. And it's like now most people are starting to realize, no, that's just not a really healthy thing for yeah kids to be glued to iPads and, and being babysat by them and being taught morals by TikTok and yeah and all their friends. Couple couple stories from my own life. I remember I had a friend who had kids late in life. He was the same age as me, but my kids were like uh, five and seven when he had his first. The kid was getting to be like three, four years old and getting to the really fun and exciting part of life. And every time he would come home, his kid would just immediately want the iPad to, to look at trucks. And he's like, if he didn't give it to him, there was a fight, a nasty fight that would go on all night. Mm. And he asked me how I got out of that. And I said, well, we do have an iPad now. They get about 15 minutes a day on it, and that's it. And most of that's on the Bible app. My friend's not a believer, and he's like, dang, how did you do that? And I said, no screens at all of any sort before the age of three. And he was like, oh, I missed that boat. So um, that was that was kind of uh, eye-opening for him. And he, I mean, to his credit, he was able to walk that back over time. But it took a long time because yeah. – those early years, they're very formative yeah. and you're making a lot of neural connections. The other absolutely terrifying uh, thing that I saw was uh, some parents over in Korea, I think it was. They had a toddler, not even a toddler. It was like whatever two-year-old is. Um, horrible sleep problems, right? Couldn't sleep for more than 15 minutes, 20 minutes. So they took the kid in for a sleep study and... They showed the parents the video of the kid uh, in their little crib thing. And um, he would lay down. He'd be laying down for maybe three or four minutes. And then all of a sudden, his left hand would come up. And then his right hand would start swiping up like he was scrolling on an iPad. Oh, my. This is like a two-year-old kid. Wow. Parents are like, oh, no. <laughs> what did we do? <laughs> yeah. And it's it's very sad to even watch it. Yeah. 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 I I actually side note, I think uh, this is why it'll be interesting to see how much classical education comes back. Yeah. Where parents actually just kind of reject it's not not like rejecting technology, but mm-hmm. saying, look, we don't need like the whole move to have computers in every classroom and iPads for every kid. I mean, it's yeah. just an insidious Great marketing ploy for lifelong yeah. addicted people to technology, but learning to learn without mm-hmm. for when that I am MP pulse or whatever it comes. <laughs> just kidding about that, but no, but um, learning without having to have technology and yeah. doing like reading a book, right? Versus swiping a screen, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, the the good news for you is if the EMP comes in, your mobile outhouse will be stationary. Will you be. won't have to go looking for it in the middle sure. of the night. Well, mine mine's uses an old pre oh circuit board. What's engine? The steam powered? It's a flint. <laughs> no, no, no. It doesn't. It doesn't use circuit board. So it's like you stick your feet out the bottom. Yeah. You, you oh my goodness. It's a crank. 
Who's like, cranking it when you're not in it? Well, you got to get it started. It brings new meaning to uh, hitting the brakes and leaving skid marks. Ouch. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. My, the only thing that I think of when I think of Outhouse is, uh, do you ever see Slumdog Millionaire? No, I yes. have not. Oh, my yeah, goodness. If yeah. you really haven't seen Slumdog, that that's needs to be a movie we review. All right. That's an incredibly needs amazing to. Movie. <laughs> I well, to. it doesn't need to, but it's either way, it's a movie you need to watch. It's All really right. it's a great movie. All right. Yeah. I will tell you what, I do have a little bit of hope for the next generation coming up because it seems that again, putting the historian and the psychological hat on again, uh, it seems like the first wave of technology always has its most bad effects and is overused by the first generation that it impacts. And then after that, the kinks get worked out and it kind of right sizes. Like the first wave of the industrial revolution, you got eight year olds uh, working in the factories for 16 hour days and whatever else we had going on. And the problem is (laughs) right after that first, you know, 30 or 40 years of industrial revolution, hell, you know, it kind of right sizes. You get some regulation where it needs to be. You get some ethical businesses doing this and suddenly you've got a 40 hour work week and decent working conditions. So, um, and the industrial revolution has been pretty good. You know, I mean that first generation though, not so much. Yeah. I've, I've heard it said, you know, we, we took the kids out of the mines and now they all play Minecraft. They want to go back. <laughs> Maybe the best joke of the night right there. <laughs> we took him out of the mines and now they play Minecraft. They yearn. For they the, yearn for those days. For their hands to be in the soil. <laughs> the black lung. Oh, the days of black lung. If it's go time, it's go time. Thanks for joining us at Catfish Ministries. We hope you learned something with us and maybe had a laugh or two while you're at it. Please subscribe and leave a five-star review. If you really like what you heard and want to help us make more of these, look us up on buymeacoffee.com. We can't wait to talk to you again next time. This is Chad for Greg and Dave signing off and saying, remember America, it's always a great day to get catfished. Catfished.